0: Welcome in everyone to episode 60 of the Bowcast podcast. I'm your host Caleb Pang, joined by my co-host Speedy Chief 2.
1: Yo, I feel like I need a catchphrase or something. I need to come in here after such a great setup and say something clever, but I'll continue to work on it. I don't know if our listeners have any have any tips, so I'd appreciate it. But yeah, this is Speedy. How's it going, Caleb?
0: <laughs> it's all good. Uh it's good. It's good. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing really well, man. I'm kind of riding a high off of the news that came out, and then we have a, a new event to talk about as well. We have August events. We're going to revisit the community today just briefly, talk about GBL, there's a Unite update, and then outside of all that, we have an interesting T segment that we just agreed on. Mm,
0: this, is a, this is a good T segment, if I do say so myself. So <laughs> I cannot wait to talk about that one. But before we get into that, uh, like you said, there was some big news this week uh it was it dropped yesterday or day before yesterday oh man yeah i think it was just yesterday yesterday yeah yesterday's monday right yeah yeah that makes sense um <laughs> but yeah the they announced the casters for worlds pokemon worlds in london later this month august what 16th 17th or so to the 20th 21st uh-huh. depending on what games you're playing uh, for pokemon go i believe it's the 18th 19th and 20th are the official events but mm-hmm. me and you as along with two butters and gabby snyder are going to be the official casters for of pokemon go so super excited i know me and you both knew for a hot minute but uh, it's <laughs> nice to it's nice that everyone else knows now we don't have to kind of keep our mouth shut about it
1: dude speaking of that i, I just want to go on a tangent here just briefly um first of all obviously so incredibly excited. I mean, this has been our dream for a number of years and we finally get here and it just feels so surreal and uh-huh. I'm sure it's going to feel even crazier once we actually get off the plane uh, in London there. But um, on a side note, speaking to the point of keeping our mouths shut um, you know, obviously we're under non-disclosure agreements. We can't talk about these kinds of events until the official announcement comes out just in case something changes or any kind of you know legal things happen. Um, I was getting a bit nervous, man, because I was getting some DMs from people that live in Europe and they were saying, hey, so uh, when you're coming to London, do you want to do anything or do you (laughs) want to meet up? I don't know if you got the same messages. You probably did. But people are just like, I did not. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. I got messages like, hey, see you in a few weeks. And I just write back and say, what are you talking about? They said, oh, I just assumed that you would be in London. I just oh, assumed that you were going.
0: I played the dumb card. I'm like, "Oh, well, I mean, I'd love to go if they invite me, but we'll see. We'll see." You and played it like, really
1: well. A math magic still didn't know up until the announcement.
0: Yeah. About me or about you? About, about you. Ones. Oh, about me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah about f- both of us. But what I was good at Among, was, Among, man. I was Among was, Us, man. How's Among Us? He was he
1: was telling me he's like, "I don't know who uh, who it's going to be because even if you go, I mean, Caleb said he's definitely not going." And I said, "Okay." <laughs>
0: I didn't say I was definitely not going. I said, hey, if they invite me, that'd be great. But if not, uh, I'll just spectate from afar.
1: Oh, fair. Well, I was just getting nervous because people actually commented that on on Twitter as well. And they were like, man, I can't wait to see you in London, Speedy. And I'm just like, man, I haven't talked to these people. I don't know (laughs) what they're talking about. And if the Pokemon company, you know, asked me questions, I'll just, you know, I'll tell them, which is true. I didn't tell anyone. It's just like an assumption, but it's very flattering assumption. But it made me nervous. For
0: a yeah, yeah. I mean, you got the uh, you got the perfect voice and attitude for shoutcasting, so I think it was a shoe in for you for sure. Oh, um, man. but yeah, so sorry, I thought a bug landed on my shoulder, just a piece of a hair. bug. No way. <laughs> Speaking of bug, a bug, we got some we got a bug event soon, but uh, but before we get into that, yeah, very excited, uh, amazing opportunity. I mean, this is a big moment for the game itself. Right, yeah. because this is the first time Play Pokemon, the official Pokemon company, is hosting a big official world's event outside of 2019 when they had like an invitational for different content creators and stuff. But that was more so invitational; it wasn't open to the public, right? And now we have one that's open to everyone in the world that was able to participate and be a part of this in- entire competitive season, and it all culminates to this big event in London, and. Well, it's just a huge moment for us as a, you know as Pokemon Go battlers because this is hopefully the first of many years to come for competitive Pokemon Go PvP, uh, but also for us and you know Gabby and um, Butters and maybe some of the judges and stuff like to be actively involved in the process of it is such an honor too and to be a part of it is just great. Um, I would have never imagined that you know I think like in the back of my mind I always wanted to but yeah. these things are like out of my control. Right. And of course. we don't know how people are going to perceive it, but, uh, yeah, we get to be a part of the first, first official worlds for Pokemon Go is pretty, pretty incredible. I think.
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely incredible. It's, it's like you said, um, it's out of our hands, right? We kind of were contacted and we didn't know it was coming and then we got invited and Uh, I don't know what kind of helping hands have been involved along the way, you know, whether it was folks at Niantic or some of our personal friends that made recommendations, but whoever you are, if you're listening, thank you. Uh (laughs) Thank you so much for helping these stars align. And Caleb, I was actually watching uh, some of the 2019 world championships and the Pokemon go invitationals. I was actually watching back the VOD and our, our colleague, Aaron Zhang, you know, your doppelganger, uh-huh. apparently, uh, Aaron Zhang was casting with Trainer Tips. I remember watching this VOD just last night, and they were talking about, you know, King IV getting an excellent on his Sky Attack, Like how this was like super impactful because he got all the bubbles. And I think we've come a long way since 2019.
0: Oh, yeah, we definitely have. Yeah, I, I always forget that Aaron Zhang was the the counterpart to Trainer Tips on the casting, which is just wild. Mm. Because uh, Aaron Zane is such an accomplished caster and um, figure in Pokemon Go. Or in Pokemon, I should say, in VGC. And then Train Tips as well, very accomplished in Pokemon Go too, too. So to see us almost in their place in some shape or form is really cool. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And Aaron will be there. I don't know if trainer Tips will be there, but Aaron will be there, which is kind of cool. Uh, good to see. Hopefully. So maybe we should do another prediction when we're leading up to <laughs> London. How many times have you... So here's the thing, right? Many people got me confused with Aaron Zang in Milwaukee because we are both casters. Aaron Zang was competing in Ohio, so he wasn't dressed up. He was just wearing casual clothing. He was with the competitors, so it's probably easy for people to identify them. They're not like, oh, he's casting, so, you know, I'm looking for a guy in a suit. But we're both going to be in suits this time around, so we'll see. Maybe I should hit up Aaron and be like, look, we got to look a little different this time. (laughs) (laughs) And uh this is my first go-round, so I feel like I gotta look my best, but maybe you should do us a solid and just shave your head, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah, wear wear a pocket protector or shave his head. Or Or maybe
0: he dyes his hair or something, you know. I mean, look, he's been on the spotlight many times, right? Let me let me let me look like, you know, semi normal before I I go all out, you know, to distinguish (laughs) us. But we'll see. No, I'm very excited to see him though too, because he's a cool guy and uh, we've we've only talked you know briefly uh during milwaukee and ohio but uh, definitely want to get to know him more too and th- very young too super i think i mentioned it before but super young but also very accomplished already so mm-hmm. um in his young 20s but uh that aside yeah it should be a lot of fun uh, excited to meet and uh, people in uh europe and london as well a lot of people a lot of people from the US or North America are traveling there for last chance qualifiers, but I think most people going to last chance qualifiers are probably from Europe. So that's going to be interesting things. So I think those going. And I mean, it's actually a really cool concept because even if you don't qualify through last chance qualifiers, you could just stay as a spectator for the rest of the event. And that's a huge event to spectate, right? So if you can afford to go there or if you're close enough to go there, why not? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it could be cool. Um, I believe Zionic probably going to be there as well. So uh, it will be good to see him again. Now, here's the thing I'm most concerned about. We are there for – I'll be there for, like, about a week. Uh, probably yep. you as well. Dude, the jet lag's going to be brutal. I mean, last time I was a six-hour <laughs> difference. Now I'm running on a nine-hour difference to
1: London. So That's true.
0: Yeah, I think it's nine hours, I believe. I, I, at at yeah. the very least, eight hours. I think it's nine hours, depending on um, – Yeah, I think it's nine hours.
1: Because from from East Coast to the UK, it's six. So for you, it's nine with a three. So you're on Butter's time now. I am.
0: I am. So yeah, so there's that. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how long I can hang with the peeps and stuff. Luckily, we do get there a day earlier than usual. And then we have a rehearsal day and all this stuff. So hopefully, we will be adjusted. Um, But yeah, it's going to be... It's gonna be interesting
1: I'm telling that. you, I'm telling you, it sneaks up on you. I mean, this was like uh, when we got to Frankfurt, right? We, we were all planning to go out to dinner. I sat down on the bed and I said, okay, I'm just going to sit here for 15 <laughs> minutes. And then I wake up two hours later and I miss dinner.
0: Dude, mm-hmm. I, I went, yeah, because we're supposed to meet at the lobby. And I go on in the lobby <laughs> and it's just Zionic and he's like, oh, Butters is just going to go to sleep. But uh, Speedy said he'll be down in a few minutes. I was like, all right. I'm pretty sure I fell asleep like three times talking to Zionic on the couches in the <laughs> lobby. He's like, dude, you all right, man? You need to go to sleep. I was like, I was like, nah, just just wait for Speedy, man. Where, where's Speedy at? He's like, I don't know. We've been here for thirty minutes. I was like, oh shoot! I was like, really? I was oh. like, yeah, I just passed out. So we yeah. just left at that point. And Smart. Of Smart. course, we got Chipotle. Where did you go for the evening? Because I saw a picture you posted. You had like, you had like a beer, and you look like you are in a German restaurant. Where did you
1: end up going? Yeah. For the night? Yeah, great, great question. So I actually just walked over to a restaurant that was nearby. Believe it or not, it was a German and Mexican restaurant. Wow! So that's I wild. had like, yeah, I had chips and salsa and enchiladas and a German beer to go with it, which is pretty cool. Uh, a Hefeweizen? Uh, possibly.
0: Oh, that's my favorite beer and it happens to be a German beer, but I'm not sure if it's a beer or not, but. Nice. Either yeah, way, you know me.
1: I'm a I'm a dark beer kind of guy, so it's possible. I can't. Yeah, that.
0: yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty light. It was probably pretty light, right, for you. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. um But yeah, good times. Good times. I'm very excited to check it out and see what's what's going to be about. I think one of my patrons recommended I try black pudding. Um, oh, I think we might pudding. talk about it on the Simpson Agus podcast, but it's like it's like a like almost like a black like big sausage patty kind of thing. Oh yeah,
1: I've heard yeah, of this yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. We
0: should try it. I don't even care if it tastes good or not, or if it's like for me or not. Because some people obviously like it, but I just want to go like whenever if I go to a different country or area, I want to try their food. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be like so could eat Chipotle. To be fair to no. Zion, like he lives in Europe, so it was easy for him to ch- try German food. But, um, but I yeah. definitely am. Uh, I'm definitely going to be trying all the, the English food I can.
1: Yeah, same here, man. I feel like if you're if you're there, you might as well experience it when you can. I'm looking here. Uh, I looked it up, and we've got the uh, black pudding next to some beans on toast, which is obviously an English classic. We've got an mm-hmm. egg. Looks like it's over easy. A couple sausage links, a tomato, and some bacon. So maybe that is uh, yeah. breakfast.
0: <laughs> All right. You know what? We should take some photos. We'll update people. You know when we when let's we do get it. Back. Um, that we will probably be. No, we could probably record a podcast before we go. We might be, our days might be, upload might be a little delayed, but um, mm-hmm. it should be, it should be okay. So yeah, I can't wait to vlog the experience too. I'm a little behind on my vlogs <laughs> in terms of editing, but yeah, uh, those are, those are a lot of fun to make. But anyway, so if you're in London, let us know. Um, if you're going to be around the area, definitely down to meet up with some people, show us around, let us know what the local eateries are, stuff like that, but we'll be there for a hot minute. So um that being said, we are still in August and, you know, we had the daily adventure incense come out. Did we talk about that? Yeah. We did. We did talk about it last week. Cause it just like debuted. Right. Um, mm. But now we have, uh we've been what, over a week now of having this or a couple of days. It's been almost. Uh, a I week, think it came think,
1: out. Right? Yeah. You're right. It was just after go fest. Yeah. So so it came out last
0: Monday, I think. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But uh, yeah, over a week, I guess. Any anything good? Did you find anything good?
1: Um, not anything good so far. I got an Alolan Sand Slash, which is probably one of the cooler spawns. Mm. And I have I have some thoughts on this, uh, but I would like to hear first, like if you got anything cool. Any birds? Uh, no, so
0: no birds. Even there, there wasn't even a bird that spawned. <laughs> like not even a oh. bird that ran. I will say I did make the mistake of I was in a lift. And I decided to open up the app when I was in the lift and do the daily incense. And at the okay. time, there's traffic, so I was able to catch quite a bit. But then eventually, we got out of traffic, and we're just speeding along the freeway. And I'm like, oh, everything's running on me. But I did have the thought that if a glarian bird did show up, I click it, and I just hold on to it, and not try to catch it until I get off the lift or when the speed slows down. Yeah. Um, and I made the same mistake again later that night when I was coming back from lift. <laughs> 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 yeah, but it's fine, it's fine. So there was, there was that, but no, I'm, I'm actually just worried because it's been over a week now. We've had that feature and I haven't missed a single day yet, but I'm just waiting for when I get my first Galarian bird and it just runs on me. I'm like, dude, I waited all this time just to see this. I know some people, oh, yeah. they've had two Galarian birds in one incense, which is crazy. Um, I think someone yeah. even had back-to-back spawns on it, so um, I'm waiting for that to be my day, but at the moment in time, not so much. But there are some cool spawns, right? Like you said, Alolan Sandslash, a friend of mine, she got a Volibee. That's crazy, because nice. Volibee's yeah. don't spawn. So this is the only way Volibee spawned a while, where he got like a really good IV Volibee without trading for it. Um, especially mm. one that potentially could be under 500 CP, because unless it's a, a re- it was one of those research tasks, Volibee's, you can't get one under 500 CP for little cup. So mm-hmm. that's also a cool little nugget as well. What are your thoughts? Yeah. On that?
1: Yeah, so Uh, I don't mean to like go on these you know long like philosophical tangents uh, too often, so I'll try to keep it short. But (laughs) I feel like (laughs) I feel like the adventure incense is actually a very nice uh, balance change that we're going to appreciate over time. Uh, For example, you feel this a lot, especially when it comes to like Team Go Rocket Grunts. Uh, Let's say you really want to upgrade your Shadow Needle Queen, but the female Needaran is not in the Rocket Pool at the time. There's just no way to get it. There's absolutely no way to find it. You just have to wait for the rotation to change. And uh, that goes for every event, right? Whether it's the bug out event or the trading card game event that we had last month or whatever it might be. Um, You have a certain limited pool of Pokemon that you can get. And there's so many Pokemon in the game that obviously we have to focus in on certain events so you can actually gain, uh, you know, Worth worthwhile resources, whether it's the 296 XLs or 500 candies, you know, just to get the double evolution and double move or whatever you need. We have to have concentrations because there's over 700 Pokemon in the game now. Yeah. But what I think this does is it actually gives us more opportunity to get non-event Pokemon. Which is very underrated at this point. You're not gonna get, you know, enough XLs for an XL metacham from the adventure incense. And if you do, that's more power to you. But you're gonna get rare things that don't typically spawn. So this could be a good way to shake things up from the events and kind of put you in a position where you don't feel like you're gonna put the game down for two months because you're waiting for Bulbasaur to come back into the wild or you're not gonna, you know. Not play a whole event because it's all ghost type spawns and you already have a level fifty or whatever. So I think this is a good shakeup. And again, uh, Michael Steranka is the one who had been working on this project. Michael, awesome guy. Saw him at GoFest as well. And again, I think it's a really great idea. Do you agree, or do you think I'm I'm kind of giving this thing too much credit right
0: now? Yeah, no, I think it's a I think it's a really great idea. And I, I think I tweeted about this too. But honestly, I think it's pretty clever and brilliant to get people to go outside because. It's just 15 minutes, right? So it's not a huge commitment day, but it's a 15 minutes that you could probably easily carve out. I mean, if you can't carve out 15 minutes to go outside, then, you know, you're probably you're probably too busy to play the game in general, right? You probably yeah. have a lot going on, which um, hopefully things get better for you if that's the case. But, <laughs> um, but if you know, for most people, I think you carve out 15 minutes. Uh, and it gets to go on daily, right? Because there's definitely days where I'm feeling lazy and I'm like, eh. A PokeStop I could reach from my studio, and I could catch a daily Pokemon. So I don't really have to get my streaks, and I could just stack when my rate mm-hmm. passes. You know, I don't really have to go outside. But now it's like, oh, you, you know, I've gotten this routine where it's actually got me to go to the gym more too, because the gym is literally like a block away from me, like literally a two minute walk max. But I'll just walk around, and then go straight to the gym right after. And wow. it's a it's a nice little like routine I've been working on too. So, um. So it's cool. I, I like it, you know. Um, th- I will say, for those, uh, one key important thing to note is that do not use it during Spotlight Hour. And my guess is for community days or other things where there's spawns specific for a specific type of Pokemon, because uh, w- someone found out last week, that if you use it during Spotlight Hour, you're just going to get the Spotlight spawns for most of your incense, and you're not going to get oh, the player records you're looking for. So, yeah, so try to avoid that. My guess is something similar will happen during, like, community days and maybe some other, you know, those, like, incense days where there's, like, specific things spawning every, every other hour and stuff like that. So mm. that is one thing. But I think it's genius. I think it's really cool. Um, you know, it's kind of... As much as we hate that the the rates for the Galarian Birds are really low and the catch rates are really low, I feel mm-hmm. like it also adds in a level of... Allure and value to it. Because they're so rare and because they're so hard to catch, when you ever get one, you're feeling on top of the world. And Mm -hmm. you got there's a few random people online that have gotten Hundos as well. And all the Hundos happen to be Galarian Zapdos, which is kind of cool because that seems like the best one. But you know, I don't think I'll ever get that lucky. But you know, every time (laughs) I'm like, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Watch mine just be a um, Galarian-like Moltres or something. Not very useful. But um, I I really, I really feel it. I haven't done mine today yet, so I, I shall update. But Gotcha. Yeah, I think it's a really cool idea. And the good news is none of the three birds are particularly super meta-relevant. Maybe Zapdos and. In- Master League, but at the moment it's not super relevant. So I think mm-hmm. it's a nice little trophy people could collect and feel good about without also making the game incredibly unfair to people. And yeah. it's free. Like you can't buy more daily incenses So it's balanced like you can't buy your way to a Galarian bird. Um mm-hmm. so there is there's just always gonna be value to it at the moment. I'm sure they will be in raids one day or there'll be easier ways to unlock it. But for the time being, I think it's a cool way to like Get people going i mean i see people post about it all the time their daily updates and stuff like that so mm-hmm. um yeah well done well done niantic um i'm a fan even though i don't have a glaring bird and even though there's a high chance my first one and second third and fifth one will all run away after one ball <laughs> i still think it's a cool idea so
1: yeah, me too, man. And, you know, there's there's precedence for it as well. If you look to the, to the anime or the main series games, there are plenty of times when you run into a Pokemon and you can't catch it, right? Whether uh-huh. it's a Suicune that flees or if it's, you know, a Moltres that flies away or whatever it might be, there's precedence for not getting everything you want. And I think that for Go players, we, we're kind of accustomed to the mindset that, look, if we work hard for it, if we put in some money and we try to go out and catch it, then we deserve to have it. And then you know, because the incense is free and it's not location based, I think it's a great balance. Honestly,
0: yep, I agree completely. So we shall see. Um, I would ask, I would set up a challenge to see race to see who gets the first Galarian bird, but that's just so luck based. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. We'll compare our so every week and see. Maybe maybe we'll see how it goes. Um,
1: yeah, I feel like we're always setting up new competitions. Though. We got cool. to, you
0: know, keep it keep it going. You know, um, you, Oh, you let me know when you're trying to stream Bastion too. By the way, don't don't think I forgot.
1: Oh, now that yeah, we're in Great League, man, I thought he forgot. forgot.
0: <laughs> okay, you could use it in Sinnoh Cup too. Actually, I do got a pretty cool Bastion team in mind, um, but oh. I haven't tested it out yet, so I'm not going to say it yet because uh, I haven't okay. played any Great League and stuff. But I have one in mind that's I don't know. Bastian does look pretty good in some of my scrims I do with my patrons, but we shall see. I'll give you oh. updated. Maybe, maybe I could coach you on the team if you, if you, you know,
1: if you need some coaching. <laughs> well, I just, I just appreciate that you said Sinnoh Cup. I think that was a oh yeah Sin- yeah <laughs> Cup yeah it's it was pretty much
0: Sino Cup. Come on now, it was besides okay. a few Hisuian Pokemon, which one of my uh the one that I used a lot was Hisuian Electrode in the lead, which yep. was really really strong. Um, I actually had one person. Try to catch a wild charge on it uh, with their on They end up catching an energy ball, <laughs> so ooh, it was Easy. a quick top left after that one. But <laughs> you know, it, yeah, it'd be like that. Um, yeah, and then sneezer. Oh, actually, maybe we should we should talk about that as our tea topic. Actually, the ooh, sneezer. Okay. Yeah, we could because the, the other thing we had initially planned, we could always talk about it like next week too. It will still be relevant. Sure. Yeah, we should talk about that anyway. Stay tuned for the Sneezer Hot Topic, but I do have some thoughts on that. Okay. Um, Obscune Community Day is going to be um, coming up... Was it next weekend? Yeah, not the, the weekend, 13th. Yeah, 13th. So, uh, on the Saturday. So, definitely excited to see how that is going to be. Um, speaking of obstacle, actually, this is kind of not related to Obstagoon, but it did remind me... Um, one of the competitors, who was it? Uh, but one of the competitors for Worlds actually talked about a list of Pokemon that are banned. Um, it was oh, fine. Yeah. Panic. A list of Pokemon that are banned from Pokemon Go last chance qualifiers and Worlds in uh, in London. And so the email says, Dear players in the Pokemon Go last chance qualifier and World Championships in the interest of fairness due to their limited availability in the short time frame before Worlds. Uh, TPCI, so the Pokemon, uh, com- the Pokemon Company International and Niantic, have made the decision to prohibit the following Pokemon from play during this event: Galarian Articuno, Galarian Zapdos, Galarian Moltres, Skyform Shaymin, Buzzwole, Feromosa, uh, and circuitry. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I spelled uh, pronounce it right. That's the one for. That's the one that's spawning for Japan, right? During
1: I believe so. Yeah, Fest, Yeah.
0: So, I was actually surprised. I mean, that's that's cool. I like that they did this. But, uh, Obstacle I'm surprised, was not banned. That's what made me think of it. Because um, mm-hmm. Obstagoon going to have that new move, and we don't know if it's going to bounce or not. Maybe it's not going to be that great, but we won't know until it like, fully drops. Then we see how it goes. But everyone will have access to it, so there's that. But I think some people that are competing at Worlds are a little bit concerned, because now they have to adjust their teams. But, you know, like with a week in advance. I mean, a week in advance is still, to be honest, plenty of time to prepare if you have the time for it, but I'm sure not everyone may have the time or they've already done some prepping with it. Um, Mm -hmm. So that is something to note, but that's something I did think about when I saw that tweet. Yeah,
1: That's, that's really interesting, right? Because we've heard a few times from Niantic that they didn't want to change the meta too much leading up to Worlds. They wanted a stable meta that was in place that trainers could practice in and they could get comfortable with. So to see these bands here is a bit interesting, but I guess it does also make sense. Um, In terms of Obstagoon Community Day, uh, it's really tough, right? Because Obstagoon already has two really good moves. It's got Night Slash and Cross Chop, and if you want to run Gunk Shot or Hyper Beam, those are both a bit spicier, right? But still viable moves. So Obstruct has to be pretty good to earn a spot here in the move pool, don't you think?
0: Yeah, it does. I mean, there's the other option potentially is Niantic may rebuff it after... Afterworlds, if it's not that great off a of spawn because you're gonna like what's the point of having a community move that's worse right you're just doing the beware treatment all over again <laughs> with train punch yeah. so let's hope it's going to be pretty good i mean with stab like the move's gotta be pretty bad for it to be worse than night slash so i think no matter what it'll be an upgrade the real question is how much of an upgrade it'll be uh, because mm-hmm. that could be the deciding factor there but either way i mean for those the majority of us are not gonna be competing at worlds, so we probably don't have to be stressing out about it. It'll be cool, a new thing to use and everything like that. But yeah, who knows? Who knows what it's gonna look like um in practice once it comes out. But I'm excited, it's uh Obstagoon is also a good one. You want XL candies for because to make a uh, to make a good ranked PvP Opsagoon in Ultra League, you definitely want XL candies as well. And there's gonna be some bulky, bulky obstacons. <laughs> so it's gonna it's gonna be good. And as someone that plays Ultra League a lot in the team format factions, I'm definitely excited for that too. But I expect to see a lot of charmers in response. So we shall see. But obsidian community Day should be a should be a good one. And I think you mentioned this right before we start recording the podcast, but stack mm-hmm. your encounters if you can, right? If you have if yes. you have quest encounters, um Know, like little research encounters and they have something that have like a second or third stage evolution or a pokemon that has a lot of extra dust like a paris or a meowth uh, shelter i think has extra dust Sableye. Mm-hmm. like those things give you extra dust per catch what you do if you don't know how to do this is once you finish the research task you see it pre- press the run away button on the top left of the screen it will go into a stacked encounter above all your other research tasks and mm-hmm. they will load in order of when you stack them and you can stack up to a hundred there's no counter, unfortunately, so that, that'd be quite a nice quality of life update if they did release that. But there's no <laughs> counter, so we don't know how much, but just keep track. I used to have, like, Tally marks and stuff, or, like, just keep track of it on my phone. But mm-hmm. I figured, because Obscure Community is coming up soon, I didn't need to keep track of it. But a lot of times I used to keep track just so I don't go over the 100, because then they just disappear. So you're just wasting the Pokemon. Yeah. Um, Audinos definitely. thats a really good one. But anyway, you want to stack the encounters for like especially high dust ones for these triple dust events, so that when you're on a star beast, you're getting triple dust for catches you get even more stardust so really maximize i feel like pokemon goes all about maximizing your efficiency if possible
1: yeah yeah and and, and to your point like i have a couple of things to tack on so to your point in terms of maximizing efficiency if you think about it right if you catch a single pokemon you get 100 dust if you catch one during triple stardust you get basically it's it's, it's worth three pokemon right is essentially uh, your catch and then you stack a star piece on top of that right you're getting even more dust so if you can if you don't play for you know except maybe casually during your adventure uh, adventure incense throughout the throughout the uh, month if you play casually and then you play really hard for obstacle community today you're probably going to have similar resources to somebody who just you know played pretty consistently all month and then took community today off for example so yeah. I think it's a really good chance to maximize. Uh, And to your point, Caleb, I think as well, once you encounter that Pokemon, if you feed it a berry, then that berry will stick. And that way, if you use like a raspberry to make it easier to catch, or if you use a a pineapple berry, if you need more candies, then when you encounter that Pokemon again, you'll see it. So I think that's also beneficial too, because it helps to speed up the catching process just a bit. Maybe you can throw regular Pokeballs instead of greats or ultras at your stack. And the third thing is that in order to keep track of your Pokemon, uh, like you mentioned, there's no counter for how many Pokemon you've you've, uh, stacked in your research task, but you can do up to 100. There used to be no limit, you know, the good old days, but uh, here we are with the hundred limit, the first Pokemon, right? So after you do your encounter, let's say you, you close the app, you open it back up, you click that uh, orange horizontal bar in your task bank and it takes you essentially to your stack of Pokemon. The first Pokemon you encounter is the one that's at the bottom of your stack. That's the oldest one in your stack. So what I like to do is I like to do that encounter and then I like to write down what it is. Maybe it's a bee that's 236 CP and then I put it in my notes. And then whenever I'm doing my stacks, I'll say, "Huh, oh, you know, I haven't looked in a little while. I'll go ahead and I'll look at my stacks again. And if it's a different Pokemon, like a Graveler or a Magikarp or something, then I know that I've hit my 100 cap. And that way you can kind of, you know, from there, you just focus on other tasks or you can gather up more more important resources.
0: Yeah, no, really great points there too. And if you know that first encounter you're going to have, that could also be really crucial because let's say it's an Audino, probably the most stardust heavy value pokemon in the game for single catch you save that and you make that your first catch of the day on the community day right and i think a lot of people not everyone but a lot of people their sixth or seventh day of the week of the catch day is on saturday or sunday which means that you know as you get further and further on your streak uh up to seven days they're worth more and more stardust i think mine is I think Sunday, but on I mean, I'm not going to break my streak and reset it just for this. But on, uh, on day six, it's still worth a lot of Stardust. So if I can, I'm going to try to catch, you know, a big Stardust-heavy Pokemon right when, you know, 11 a.m. I think is when it starts um, mm-hmm. for for this event too. So, definitely definitely something good to know. The the tricky part is not catching anything after midnight and not catching anything in the morning beforehand cuz I've messed that up many <laughs> many, many times. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, there's a Pokémon here." I'm like, "Oh, shoot. I was supposed to hold on to it till till 11 a.m." But um mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. definitely good little tidbits. You know, uh funny story too. You know how he's uh there used to be a bug where like if you put a the, the trick you said was actually really cool where you put a like put a pineberry on, let's say A Charmeleon, right? They have stored and Mm -hmm. you just stack it. And now once you encounter Charmeleon, you'll have a berry on it, right? So you're almost like stashing some of your berries on in the stack as well. So you could like, you know, theoretically just utilize your items really well too. Mm -hmm. When stacking was first a thing, I didn't I wasn't even smart enough to even think about that. I was like, wow, that's genius. But for a lot of people, it ended up being a problem because when they stacked, they couldn't get like there was a glitch where they couldn't catch the Pokemon with the berry anymore. So no. now I had to go back and fix it. And back then, there used to be no limit to stack. My stack was like, it was like bottomless. I had tons of stuff in it, right? <laughs> and so they went back in their code and tried to fix stuff. And it was like the weirdest thing ever. I wasn't even one of the people that buried it, but they changed it. And I don't know anyone else that really had this stuff, right, uh, to my knowledge. I would just be getting encounters, encounters, and encounters without fail. Like the weirdest stuff. I'd have, like, Sunglass Squirtles, right? And they'd all be, like, they'd all be almost, like, the same CP. i have, like, a bunch of Aerodactyls. I had, like, shiny Pokemon in there that I'd never had shinies. I was like, I've never even seen a shiny Aerodactyl. There's shiny Aerodactyls in my encounter. It was so wild. It was literally bottomless. I was catching for days and days. I kept running out of Pokeballs. So I had to, like, go and, like, get more and more Pokeballs. And I never cleared through the stack before, like, they limit, eventually limited to 100. Because I just don't like it, was like it felt like a bottomless well of the randomest stuff. Like the sunglass squirtles are during community day. I was like, I didn't even do this many sunglass squirtles. And like, why are they paired up with aerodactyls? Like, it makes no sense. But I think like they thought that maybe my account was also glitched. So it just gave me a bunch of stuff that I'd never even had. So I think I got like two or like two to three different like extra shinies I never encountered. I just had these bottomless a mouse and they weren't like good ivs i didn't get a hundo or anything weird like that but i just mm. get tons i was just like what is going on like this is it's just like free pokemon endlessly um it was really weird but yeah, anyway it's
1: actually that's actually pretty cool
0: it was know? very cool i wish i had that now because i have so many pokeballs and i actually have a pokestop I, I didn't have a pokestop back where i used to live so mm. it was um it wasn't as great but uh yeah so it was it was wild it was wild to say the least, but it was a yeah, it was a good time.
1: I mean, um, not all bugs are bad bugs, you know. Sometimes you get a good one. So,
0: yeah, yeah, true, <laughs> very true. So, um, that was that was a that was a good bug for for sure. But you know, speaking of bugs, quite the transition here. We uh yeah. we out on a, another bug out event. I think this is the return of a bug out event. I don't remember it from last year, but I think there was a bug out event last year or a few years ago. Is what mm-hmm. I'm hearing. But they said bug out returns. I don't remember the last bug out event though.
1: Yeah, I think you are right. They have done it once before, but I don't I, I hate to say it. I know some people really like bug Pokemon, but I don't think it was that memorable last time.
0: <laughs> it may or may not be super memorable this time around, but we can get <laughs> into it. So there is a few different things. It is from August 10th to August 16th, starting at 10 AM local time, ending at 8 p.m local time as well. So we're about a week away from this bug out event. So there's uh, the Grubbin line is introduced. So you evolve Grubbin into Bug, and then into Vickavolt. I believe I pronounced Mm -hmm. those right, but I could be wrong. Um, So those are new Pokemon debuts, which is kind of cool. And then we have Venipede Shiny Family is going to be released. And you predicted this, I think, last week, but Mega Scizor is debuting. So, just like you predicted, okay. um, I still need a hundo one of those to evolve for the mega. I have like a 98, but I kind of want the hundo. So, mm-hmm. I, need to, I need to be on the lookout for those. But uh, And then we just have a bunch of random bugs spawning. Unfortunately, I know someone was, uh, one of our friends was not so happy about it, but there's no pairs spawning in the. They're in raids, but they're not spawning in the wild. And pairs are w- worth a lot of stardust. So, that would have been kind of a cool addition. Mm-hmm. but unfortunately we don't have those we do have field research we have burmese in them which is a really big one because uh especially trash burmy you definitely want XL candies for that and something you can excel for great league and warm damn trash is just really really strong so you want the female trash burmy to evolve likely you'll probably want to save them to swap with other people with little friendships so you get a better one to excel uh, you you were working on one yourself actually did, did you 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 said you made it too right so maybe you don't need it as much
1: yeah, I made my my trash wormadam for ADL. It's a rank fourteen uh, XL.
0: Nice, nice, nice. It's mm. uh pretty bulky, I assume.
1: It is really good. Yeah, it, it actually survives. Uh, it's noticeable if you ever play like. Uh, this is probably not the best example, but if you ever play like shadows, or it, actually, actually, if you play Bastiodon, right? Yeah, if you've right. ever if you've ever done that, you can kind of feel the difference between the regular Bastiodon and the XL. The XL just takes just a little bit less from those attacks, and I get the same feeling with Wormadam. I think it's surprised a few of my opponents so far this season.
0: Wow. wow, well, wow. Uh, okay. I uh, can't wait to face it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so that's, that's going to be a good one for sure. Um, other than that, there's Genesect Chill Drive, which is the ice one. I think we talked about briefly last week. I've been mm. unimpressed. What Genesect, but we shall see. Um, I believe that in raids you can only use it for Ultra League and Master League. It's the CP is way too high for Great League anyway, so mm-hmm. um, maybe not the uh, yeah, maybe not too many options there. Could be interesting again. Prove me wrong. Make Genesect the thing. I just don't <laughs> think it will be. Um, there's also an interesting bonus now too. It's there's a bonus for groups, and it says if three or more trainers join an in-person raid, even more certain bug type Pokemon will appear for 15 minutes in 300 meter radius around that gym. In those mentioned, um, on mm-hmm. the left, so those on this graphic, which is, um, Wormpole, Caterpie, Spinarak, Uh, Venipede, Cricketot, Weedle, and Lettibah, which I like the concept. I just don't think people are dying to catch these Pokemon. So. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. have a shiny Wurmple yet, though, surprisingly. But that's one of the few shines I um, don't have.
1: Gotcha. Well, in terms of this pool in particular, I can take a stab at talking about what's going to be relevant for PvP. Uh, not a lot of people talk about this Pokemon, but if you can evolve Wurmple up to Dustox. Dustox is actually a bug poison type Pokemon with Confusion. It does have a Sludge Bomb, Silver Wind, and I believe Bug Buzz as well. Uh, Wormpool uh, evolving all the way up to there. You have to you have to get 100% perfect uh, dust stocks to really maximize it, but you can get up to level 50 now, which is pretty awesome. It used to be like a Spice f- Silph pick, like a Fringe kind of pick, but it's actually quite good. It reminds me a lot of Venomoth, but it doesn't have Poison Fang, mm-hmm. but it's a little bit bulkier than Venomoth as well um, Caterpie up to Butterfree. I don't know if there's going to be a, a, a world where maybe somewhere in the multiverse, Butterfree is good, but not here. Uh, <laughs> in terms of uh, Spinarak, Aeridos, we saw Mish run Aeridos, NAIC, still a very impressive Pokemon, in limited metas, uh, Venipede, Scolipede, I think is pretty good in, in cups like Love Cup, which is destined to come around every year. And the Ultra League XL might be good. I don't know. I'll let you know when I try it. Um, cricketune, there's not much there. Uh, B drill would be good with the legacy drill run, and then letty buzz interesting to me because if you evolve up to letty in, if, if you've ever simmed letty with counter, it's absolutely ridiculous. So, if it ever gets that fast attack, oh my it could be pretty solid because it's above average bulk as well.
0: Yeah, you'll want excels for letty as well. too. I think, um, the rank one is like think i have it but um it's the spread is pretty high it's something you could get from a lucky trade i believe uh yeah. the rank one is a 13 15 15 xl all the way to level yeah. 50 so you definitely want the xls for it. it's very expensive oh pretty much almost half a million stardust to get all the way to that level 50 but um there might be a few cups is worthwhile and i faced a few of them mm-hmm. before in some random cups i think some Limited Cups. I can't remember which ones, but I was like, wow, this thing's a bulk machine. But yeah, if it gets counter, you'll heard it here first, folks. Speed is cheap <laughs> with the knowledge there. Um, speaking of the new Pokemon, too, with the, um, what do you call it, the Grubbin uh, evolution line. So it's got, evolves twice. First one is Charger Bug. And this one might be okay for Great League, actually. Um, you know, a mm-hmm. rank one ends up being, let me check, around. Uh let's see here. A rank one is a zero thirteen fifteen at 38.5 uh 38 and a half levels. Um, mm-hmm. and it's got spark, it's got bug bite as fast as soon. spark's probably gonna be a little better there in most situations. You have excessor, discharge, and crunch. It's a bug electric, so it's kind of like mm-hmm. a Galvantula. I don't know if it's gonna be better than Galvantula because that lunge is just so good. Discharge mm-hmm. is all or not discharge, Volt Switch is also very high energy generating move. So pretty good there. But could be niche. Could be interesting. And then the Evolution, Vickavolt, uh, has Bug Bite, Mud Slap, and Spark. Mud Slap's an interesting one uh, as a Bug yeah. Electric type. Uh, could be... I don't know. I wonder if that has any play against some of the seals. Um, but it has X-Scissor, Discharge, and Crunch. So it has pretty much the same exact moveset as is prior Evolution form. Um, that one's probably going to be a little less relevant, I think. In mm-hmm. greatly just because it's got the same charge moves, it's just you know weaker, um, due to its probably mm-hmm. bulk. But looking at, let's see, I'm just curious now, now that it has Mud Slap, how does it do against something like a Galarian Stumpfisk? Because that is definitely your mm-hmm. biggest concern with Galvantia, right? You don't have any coverage against it. So, let's say if you run Mud Slap with Excissor mm-hmm. and Crunch Excissor as a bait move. And you lose in all even shields. So that's gonna really help much. So uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so even mud slap, it's not great. Yeah, it's not a good time. So anyway, Galen Stuff is still gonna be very, very strong, but Vicor Volt's may be interesting in some like limited cops as well. So uh definitely catch him and who knows, he might get moveset updates, but I personally don't think this event's gonna be incredible, but I'm happy mm-hmm. to be proven wrong.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's kind of like a fringe meta. I mean, if, if other Pokemon like Galvantula are not available, these seem okay. I'm having a hard time finding a equivalent to charge a Bug, but in terms of stat distribution, Vikavolt is almost identical to Luxray. If you remember Luxray's oh, community man. day. That is yeah, real. it's very attack-weighted. Defense is just below 100, and the stamina is just over 100. For example, Pokemon like Galvantula actually have more HP than Vickavolt, which is pretty sad. Mm.
0: Yeah, so nothing groundbreaking <laughs> is what no. I'm hearing, but it's okay. It's nice to have a few random events. Uh, For those that are still grinding to level 40 or maybe level 50, you need XP. A lot of these are 12 candy evolutions, so you can mass evolve and stuff on that. So mm-hmm. there's that. Uh, but anyway... Um. so that's that's an upcoming event we got there uh go battle league season 11 still underway how's the legend climb for you
1: <laughs> i'm gonna make a i'm making an 11th hour push just for content okay
0: you and palmer's up be. so palmer's up is
1: also in the same boat <laughs> my other well that was always Polly's plan right
0: <laughs> i mean he wanted to win the bet i think but he, he kind of okay. he kind of lost motivation after uh after losing it, I told him because no one really knows what it looks like besides me and maybe a few locals at best in Atlanta. I said for next season we should do another bet, and if I, I'll still like if I lose, I'll still do the Nurse Joy outfit cosplay or whatever on stream. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'm not I'm not opposed to that. But I was saying if I win, you have to do you have to stream your sets on my stream and do a face reveal. That'd be pretty. That'd be pretty dope, Ooh. right? Because no one knows what it looks like. And um, and I don't think he wants to reveal that either. So that'll give him some extra motivation to... He said he'll think on it. Because I told him, I was like, look, if you ever go to any of these play Pokemon events, regionals, or GoFest, they're going to find your face out anyway. And it's going to be for free. You know, at least make some content out of it beforehand and just do a face reveal, right? He's not the kind of person that, like, he needs to hide his face that badly, but he just... Part of it, he likes his privacy, but other part of it, I think he just likes the fact that It's so highly coveted at this this point that Mm -hmm. they just want people just want to know, and he likes to hold out on people for that. So, which I'll see, but that'll be that'll be good one. We can we can think of some bet for the two of us for next season too once that rolls around.
1: Okay, I've I've tried multiple times to convince Polly to tell me his birthday. I've tried all kinds of schemes. I've I've said things like, "Oh yeah, I'll tell you my." My first draft pick in ADL, uh, as long as you tell me what what your birthday is. Or I'll say, yeah, today is, you know, um, August 3rd. Uh, How many days is that from your birthday again? You know, just ask him just in the most random ways. And he just never tells me.
0: He gave you a hint, though.
1: And I didn't think it made any sense, but did you figure it out?
0: I did figure it out. And the hint he gave you is actually not troll. It actually is a real hint. Wow. Yeah, so something to think about.
1: Yeah, it's like some decimal system or something. Like <laughs> a series of decimals. I was like, what is this nonsense? Yes.
0: Yeah, it says um Yeah. 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 But we don't have to a, we don't have to
1: dox Polly, but yeah, I get it.
0: Oh uh, yeah. I mean I had a slight advantage though because um I know his full name. And uh. I you know, I know where he's gone to school and stuff. So it's still incredibly hard to find. And I wasn't trying to like be a creep and stuff. He told me like, yeah, do whatever you can, see if you can f- figure this out. I was like, all right. Sure. And I I would go through like I would do like every few months I'd just go on a deep dive and try to figure it out. I just eventually get frustrated and give up. And then every <laughs> few months I come back to it. And <laughs> the most recent attempt, I did actually figure out everything I possibly could figure out about him. So nice, you know me as well as good at Among Us, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> good anyway. detective work. Yes,
0: yes, very. Uh, if 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 Pokemon Go doesn't work out, I will I will look into being a PI, a personal investigator.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Understood. You heard it here first. P- PI, pain. Yeah,
0: need to find out who uh, who your spouse is cheating on you with. Hit me up,
1: <laughs> dude. You and uh, you and Coach should start a PI agency. <laughs>
0: we should. <laughs> we can figure a lot out just from Twitter drama itself, but that's true. Um, okay. Well, anyway. Well, season eleven is well when's the end? It's end of
1: August, right? So we have
0: we have about a month left.
1: Yeah, we're in the last the home stretch here. Yeah,
0: kinda of went by quick. I'm excited though, because we don't know for sure, but you know, a lot of the updates were on hold, moveset updates, because worlds was coming up. But after August is over, worlds is gonna be done and the season's gonna be done. So maybe there'll be some big updates for the game for movesets and everything, and definitely looking forward to that currently just slowly stocking on my stardust i'm just a little mm-hmm. under a million right now but that'll go away very quickly so I need you're, you're
1: healing something. from the kofagrigus wounds huh?
0: <laughs> you don't even know it was the funniest part too i was grinding so hard for kofagrigus xls by walking and stuff and then we go to go fest and it's Kofir, like you're mass spawning everywhere <laughs> i was like yep. where was this a week ago that's fine i'll save up for level 60 kofa when it comes out but um Anyway, so we'll see how that goes. Unites, we got Buzzwool. It's finally coming out today, which is kind of wild because mm-hmm. it just came out for POGO about a little over a week ago. But uh, we will see how that goes. You know, I was actually going to ask you something. And yeah. feel free to say no, even though we're recording this podcast, right? Um, sure. But so I don't know if you've seen myself and Nightwing and maybe some other people. We did like a Pokemon Unite draft tournament before. So it'll be like you have mm-hmm. your squad of five people and we do draft style. So there's like a website that breaks it all down and you each, both sides ban a Pokemon and then you draft Pokemon. So you can't have any repeats, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you go against each other and you do like best of three every time. And then if you win, you go off and face the other teams. If you lose, you still face off the other teams right? so you get a play throughout. Sure. Um, so I was curious if you would like to be a part of this so you can have a team speedy like have team Caleb we'll have a team Nightwing and then Racha Babyface was usually the one that was another part of our group so I was thinking about inviting Racha Babyface as well would you be down for that? Dude,
1: absolutely. No, I'd okay. love to. I, I've been looking for,
0: for a reason to You can't hit up Goof team. though. You can't get Goof to join a team, right? You <laughs> can't be on. some can't be some wild, like just OP player Dude. out of nowhere. Like he's that's a free like agent. I mean, yeah, but like that's like that's like we're like, hey, speed, let's play some pickup basketball. Like we're in high school and stuff. Like, yeah, you could hire you get someone from the varsity squad and be like, yo, but um, yo, like LeBron James is switching teams right now at NBA. Can I pick him <laughs> up? Like, what? Like, it's gonna roll through us. Uh, no man i mean why do you think if you're very desperate if you really can't find a fifth person i will allow it but you gotta try to find
1: so here's the the thing man you and i i mean we're both going to be in london right and unite is also going to be in london so it's going to be a race to see which one of us can go talk to the unite casters first uh, and then we can figure out. We can tap into those networks, right? We can tap into the the dupe Snacks network, the Spragles network, and we can see like where these good players are. Then we can invite them onto our own team. So we're we're out there bounty hunting, uh, man. This is a business trip.
0: Okay, how about this? I'll I'll let you I'll let you have one one person. Oh, okay. it could be if it really wants. If you really want to be goof, it could be goof. It's got to be one person that like is outside of your current circle of people you play with. Okay yeah all
1: right well i'm gonna pick up goof and and i'm gonna add it's a close friend of mine he's very very like unknown very new player Uh, um goes by chan i think that's my second oh oh, no that's
0: not i don't know we don't i don't know if we can allow that (laughs) now we might try to go for chan himself so we'll see that's true chan's very good too i mean he is within our circle of friends but do you have you played
1: with chan before no no I, no I just well that would that, will, that will count as your your one
0: your one free pass no, <laughs> it's dude, totally play him, we
1: go way back we go way back man it's I yeah mean, best sure, friends sure.
0: <laughs> i've even played with Chan before you know all right we'll <laughs> see but this, this probably won't happen until after worlds anyway so yeah um so you can scout out the people but it was it was fun too because i've always never been on the same team as nightly but we always like face off against him and there's always a lot of smack talk which is fun so um, and hopefully, hopefully Night would be recovered from his injuries and COVID and everything so we can we can do it but yeah there'll be a lot of characters out by then so Buzz will be out and Tyrantar probably will be out soon too so that's a good one
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: but alright alright okay well we got it we got a yes from you so we can we can make this happen it, it's always like mm-hmm. on a random night and you know I think four teams is good because you just play three different teams best of three, so it's over in about like 90 minutes or so which is kind of
1: nice um, yeah, it's like a round robin. I remember you and Benzine Ben casted the last one.
0: Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we cast the final, so so that was that was a mm-hmm. fun time too. I think we went to game five as well, which is kind of cool uh, because it's the best five. But all right, well, we got some tea. We we're going to talk about something else, but I think this is a good one, especially in the r- recent release of a few Hisuian Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, Hisuian Growlithe was released. Hisuian uh, Sneasel was released. Um, were a few other in Pokemon released? Or those uh,
1: two? Uh, Growlithe, Sneasel, uh, <laughs> uh Qu- Quillfish. Quillfish, yes. Yeah, Quillfish,
0: Quillfish was yes. overquill as well. But Quillfish are spawning in the wild. Um, Sneasel and Growlithe are only hatching from seven kilometer eggs, which, funny enough, I didn't hatch a single one yet. <laughs> so <laughs> I just, I don't know. I was just like, are they that good? I was just like, I'll just save my egg slots for 12 kilometer eggs for the dust and etc. Um so I did
1: hatch a Hundo IV Sneasler.
0: You did? Oh. I did, yeah. That's pretty big. What's the CP maximum CP value on it?
1: I was actually about to look in the in the Great League, or excuse me, the Ultra League. Sneezler. let um, me see. I think it Maybe Oh it crap. No, oh. in the Ultra League it only goes to 28.5. Sneasler does.
0: Twenty eight point five. Oh yeah yeah. I think it's the CP's Level pretty high. 20. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you probably you probably some crazy <laughs> Master League spice. Um but uh yeah, so one thing that's a little controversial, um, I don't know what your thoughts on this, but especially for the Hisuian cup. Uh uh, what do you call it? Hisuian Sneasel and Sneasler were allowed in the cup. Mm-hmm. And Sneasel itself, you know, pretty interesting, but not as game breaking. Sneasler, though, a very interesting Pokemon. I faced mm-hmm. one too, and it beat my Frostlass. You would think that a fighting Pokemon with the same typing as Toxicroak wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to beat a Frostlass. But with Fighting and Poison typing, it's got Shadow Claw, one of the best fast moves in the game. It's got Close Combat. It's got X-Scissor, It's got AeroAce. I mean, yeah. AeroAce, you're just beating all the fighters in, on top of that, right? Mm-hmm. So you have you could beat SEALs, you could beat Fighters, you res- you're doing super effective damage back to Ghost Pokemon. It's very, very strong. But here's the problem, though. To get a Sneasler, you have to have one that's under level 20. Mm-hmm. And all the hatches from 7 kilometer eggs, assuming you're, what, over Trainer level 30 or so, or 20? I think mm-hmm. they're all hatching at level 20. So, it's literally impossible to, you know, if you've been playing the game for enough time to hatch one and to swap with another friend and get it under the CP value enough to get a sneezler, uh, even if you have low friendship, right? Because mm. uh, let me just put it this way let's see what. Uh, so, the lowest uh, spread you could possibly have on a, on a trade with a new friend is 000, zero, zero IVs at zero friendship. Assuming both Pokemon, uh, both people have a Sneasel registered, and at 0-0-0, to be under fifteen hundred, you need a level 18 and a half. So it's literally impossible at a level wow. twenty hatch rate. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are definitely some people uh, that I mean, I faced one, and some other people that have used Sneasel in Hisuian Cup, and maybe some will use in Great League as well too. So I am curious to see, now obviously there's legitimate ways to get this, right? You might find a new player, like literally very, very new that just started the game (laughs) and hatched a Sneasel and traded Mm -hmm. it to you. That's all very, very possible. Uh, But I think a lot of people are suspicious of more, you know, nefarious means of getting it. Maybe creating like an alt account and hatching Mm -hmm. a bunch of 7 kilometer eggs on your alt account and trading it to yourself, all that stuff. Which again, there's a lot of things against service that people use on a regular basis, um, but multi-counting is definitely one of them. And yeah, I'm curious, what are your thoughts on that? Especially to get kind of a competitive edge, because it's a it's a pretty solid Pokemon, at least for hisuian cup, right? It was actually very very strong. It's not like I don't know, getting like like a like a random Pokemon like a hisuian Arcanine or something like that's not going to be very good in general, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I don't even, that might you could probably even get into great league, but Like something like that's not super relevant, but what are your thoughts are on that?
1: Yeah. So like you said, it's a really solid Pokemon in Heesui Cup and it's also solid in Great League. In uh, Heesui Cup, it's ranked number four overall. And then in Open Great League, it's number 15. So when we add a brand new Pokemon that does so well in Open Great, it's always kind of a red flag. You know, you kind of take a second look like, "Ah, what's actually going on here? And uh, for all the matchups that it wins, being a poison and fighter with no poison attacks, I mean, it really folds like a paper napkin beneath uh, Wigglytuff and Ninetales. And it does lose to Mandibuzz. It loses to Azumarill as well. Uh, Swampert has a good crack at it, as does Mandibuzz, Cresselia. Even Jellicent uh, does decently well here because you're not dealing super effective damage with any of your attacks. Um, And... On the, on the caveat, right, you, you know, we talk about the bad matchups, it absolutely smashes Pokemon like Meganium, Registeel, Basidon, Glaring Stunfisk, it deletes Obstagoon, it beats Mew, Vigo, uh, Scrafty, uh, Toxicroak as well, which is a bit surprising, mm-hmm. and that actually leads me to my Aerialis. next point, is that... Beats Medicham too, right? I believe it King does. And
0: greatly, which is pretty wild.
1: Yeah, so... Yeah actually it does it does edge out meta here you you just don't want to take a psychic right psychic is double yes, super effective yes, yes. But uh, I I think it's a bit of a sim hero because it's Shadow Claws, like you said, as the fast move, close combat and X-Scissor with the option to run an aerial ace. So in a lot of these situations, you're building to double close combats. You're baiting an X-Scissor, landing the two big attacks right after, you know, one right after the other. So the Pokemon is kind of limited, right? You put it in the lead or maybe you make it as a closer, but you have to be really careful how you play this Pokemon. Um, so I don't think it's that overpowered. I think some Pokemon just jump up the rankings because they have this kind of closing potential, but it doesn't mean that they are, you know, meta-breaking. For example, Walrein is so freaking consistent and strong, it's definitely meta-breaking. Pokemon like this or Alolan Raichu, definitely not the same kind of threat. And for a stat comparison, if you don't have a Sneasler like most of us, Sneasler is going to play very similarly to Surfetched, uh, almost identical stat distribution.
0: That's a really great points there too. It's got really good typing, but it's got some niche play too.
1: Yeah. So it, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I don't feel like I answered your question though. Do I think it's fair? Um, I just don't think it's powerful enough to really warrant the question of fairness. I don't. I don't know. I I don't think it's that that imposing. Confusion users have basically fallen out of the meta because we have so many Sableye, Trevenant. Obstagoon, all that kind of stuff. I mean, the last time you saw a Hypno was probably if you paired against VergyVerg and GBL. It's probably the last time you saw a Hypno. So mm-hmm. I think the threats are are pretty few and far between. But I will say Sneasler looks really good for a fighting cup for obvious reasons. And um, I think Zen Headbutt Throw stonks just went up.
0: Yes, I mean, Toxico <laughs> already looked really good. I did see a couple... Poison Fighting double backline ABB concepts with a Sneasler and a Toxic in the back end his suing Cup. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see some of that for Fighting Cup. Uh, I'm, I mean, honestly, the moment we said throw, I'm already looking at my throw inventory. I have one that's ranked once 169 for Great League. So this one might be might be getting some love after. Because <laughs> I'm not getting a Sneasler anytime soon with that regard. But Nice. it'll be it's interesting yeah it's interesting I mean we'll, we'll see how people feel about it I don't think it was so prevalent or meta breaking enough that people are super up in arms about it for mm-hmm. Hisu Cup I'm curious to see how it'll play out for Fighting Cup too because it seems to be a lot of fighters and Galate is banned right so um, yeah for Fighting Cup so one of the big checks for it as a fighter is gone
1: yeah I mean, if, like you said, if you're resisting counter and you have aerial ace in your toolkit, I mean, you're just going to destroy the other fighters.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I know a lot of people are probably like, eh, is this really that big of a deal? You know, because you're not spoofing for these. And I think a lot of people find spoofing probably one of the the, the top of the tier offenses you can make, um, yep. you know, on in the game. And maybe some people might think like defitting or rocking your phone and stuff, etc. is also up there. You know, I think a lot of people say multi-accounting in general is not as bad. Um, It is against terms of service, though, and that's something to note. But is that as bad? I don't know. I think think maybe people don't find it as bad because they don't see the impact of it. But because now you can have these low-level sneezers, maybe some people might change their minds about how they feel about it. I personally, I don't know. I personally don't think it's that big of a deal, uh, but at the same time, too, I think it's because is not. I mean, it's sim, like you said, it's a sim hero and does really well. But there's ways to handle it. Uh, let's say, how about this? Reggie Seal. The only way you get a Reggie Seal is creating a new account and trading it to yourself, right? Given how strong Reggie is in all the leagues, that's I think people would really start taking issue to. Because essentially, if you want to stay relevant and compete, a lot of people are using Registeel on a lot of their teams in a lot of formats and Show 6 as well as Blind 3s and GPL. And it may change how people feel about multi county and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think at the moment in time, for me personally, it's not it's not pushing me to the edge to say like, oh, like that's really broken and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, um, well, just, just imagine if, the two things. Just imagine if Trevenant was only from eggs and you could only get it from seven kilometer eggs and then you had to trade it down. Yeah. And Treven, is so powerful, right? That would be unfair. Or imagine if Rain didn't have a community day and you just had to hatch like icicle spear, or powder snow, Rain. that would be absolutely ridiculous.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I agree. agree. So it, it, those are good analogies. I think um, on how to think of it, uh, I, people are entitled to their own opinions and they could, do what they want <laughs> um, me personally if I was competing at worlds and I had a sneezler like, I probably would not bring it because that's just so much like I don't want to catch that flag but I will say this there are people that have gone sneezers from legitimate ways so at the same time I don't want people listening to this and be like I'm going a witch hunt then you know if you're using sneezer you definitely did something shady you never know right one of some of my someone in my twitch chat last night was like oh I've been using sneezers a ton of fun I was like, and I was like oh I was like that's really hard to get Like yeah, I actually got it from my friend's mom's account, who she just started playing. Like, I guess like fairly recently, or hasn't played as much. Okay. So, I mean, I I don't know if they're telling the truth or not, but I mean, you know, why why brag about it and say all that without (laughs) without telling the truth? But anyway, so uh, all that's to say is, it's very very possible and likely, and or potentially possible and likely that someone got it legitimately. Uh, Just because it's hard to get doesn't mean that um for sure someone you know broke terms of service and made a, another count and blah 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 and all that stuff so
1: mm-hmm.
0: just something to note uh mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think i've never good. been
1: big on on the witch hunting stuff i just yeah. don't think it's i don't know there's there's always this balance right between wanting to have everything and then also wanting to have rare things you know, when people pull a very special Pokemon card, you know, they they just freak out like, oh my God, this is a huge moment for me. This is so exciting. And once you experience that, you can't really take it away. So if you traded, you know, the Sneasel and it re-rolled low and you're like, oh my God, I can use this in GBL. That's so exciting. And then to have somebody like come in and say, oh, you know, well, this isn't fair. Or like they look at your card and they say, oh yeah, well, you know, this is the reason why it's not not legitimate. You know, it's just unfair and it kind of takes away some of the magic of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I was blanking on something now, but...
1: No, that's okay. Let's just
0: say I agree with you. I, I can't... Um, yeah. Oh, I, I was going to say, too. My my personal stance, and obviously, this is my personal thing, so feel free to agree or disagree for anyone listening or us well, Speedy, but if Niantic ha- is... It's a big company, and they could look into a lot of private things you've done with your accounts, and... If they are willing to go as far as banning someone for it, then you know that's on that's on them to take. It's on the individual players to take the risk on getting banned, right? It, like mm-hmm. we're not as whatever opinions we may have, like we're not the ones at the end of the day enforcing this stuff. So if Niantic finds it a deemable offense to ban or to shadow ban someone for, or you know, temporary suspend their account for, then that's fine. I do, I always just say use at your own risk, right? I think some people that. You know if you look at their kilometers, they've walked all the way to the moon and back a couple times. Like, hey, like, <laughs> you know, if you want to have some eggs, you want to do your thing. Like, I'm not here to judge, you know, just just play the game how you want to play it. Um, there's no way Niantic doesn't notice that, right? But I think at the end of the day, uh, they haven't chosen to ban people for that stuff or whatever, right? Mm. Um, so that's something, no, I guess, another example is quick catching, right? Who doesn't sure. quick catch these days, right? I mean, if you don't quick catch, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to go through a tutorial on it, but you could just Google Quick Catching with Pokemon Go. But it helps you catch Pokemon faster. You don't have to wait for the animation stuff. Is that how the game is intended to be played? No. Is it a banable offense? Not to my knowledge, because too many people get banned <laughs> for it. And Niantic, there's no way the employees at Niantic are not aware of this, but they don't care, right? They don't care enough to ban people for it. They're just like, all right, whatever. It's, um, it's a bug that they probably can fix, but it's a bug they're choosing not to fix because they know that it doesn't negatively impact the game for other players and it's just more efficient. And if you choose to do it, they have no qualms with that. Right. So yeah. I think, like, you, so you never know. You can't just be, I feel like being a purist and be like, every single thing that's like a bug, you, you, if you utilize, <laughs> Is bad, right? I don't think it goes that extreme. I wouldn't be mm. shocked, and I don't know this for certain, but I wouldn't be shocked if Niantic employees, some people that work for Niantic, are also quit catching. <laughs> like it's just yeah, right. more efficient. Yeah, there's no way, right? I mean, who wants to sit there and wait for the ball to shake three times? Yeah. Um, so like especially on community days and stuff or spotlight hours. So mm. that's always that's always what my stance is on this. You know, play the game how you want to play it, take the risks that like you want to take a risk at honestly creating a new account train yourself a sneezer i don't think anyone's going to get banned for that i mean it's not even you're not even like how would they know this is an account that you made right so
1: yeah.
0: um so anyway yeah. but that being said i think it would be very interesting to see a sneezer at worlds
1: <laughs> yeah it's gonna i think it's gonna lift a few eyebrows right oh, we're gonna be yeah. like and it appears to be a sneezler on the yeah. team here for Kaiser Tenor. And no, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Kaiser does that. I mean, again, also, you know, anyone listening, don't go on Witch Hunt or go. don't explode Twitch chat if you see this at Worlds because you never know, right? There's this yeah. chance they got it legitimately, but it dude, would be interesting.
1: Uh, dude, I know this isn't on our list, but the Kaiser Tenor fundraiser, dude, what? what an incredible yes yeah you
0: want to talk about what exactly happened for those that don't know
1: yeah of course uh yeah I'll, i'll run through it here so at the regional competitions the winner gets the invitation and the travel awards to go to london at an international competition first and second place get that package right they get the invitation plus the travel rewards and third and fourth place get invited but they don't get the actual money to go. So they have the ticket, but they just have to find their own way there. Um, And Kaiser Tenner was actually fourth place finisher at NAIC, correct? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, he was fourth place in the, in the last spot, uh, for that tournament. So Kaiser tenor got the invitation and he's a, he's a guy that that's really like, uh, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have warmed up to Kaiser. He's been in the community for a little while and he's done some really good things, but I think he's really hitting his stride and people love the energy. They love the vibes. He was the one that wore the pit Viper sunglasses up on stage and, uh, some of his friends without him even knowing, Right. They saw Kaiser get fourth place. They see all the good work he's been doing, being a great teammate, a great leader for the Northeast Battlers. And they said, you know what? Let's just see if we can get some money together. Let's just see if we can help Kaiser get to London for Worlds, because otherwise he wouldn't go. And apparently they reached out to a bunch of friends. They talked to you, Caleb. They talked to me, talked to uh, you know multiple other people, mm-hmm. probably over, over 100 other people pitched in. And very, very special moment live on his Twitch stream last night. Uh, Caleb, you raided into him. And then what did you see about 15 minutes later after all the shenanigans?
0: Yeah, there was – um, they finally t- – well, because Kaiser didn't even know what was happening, right? So um, they're like, hey, like, pause your sets real quick because um, some of his friends, like Bostock's guy and Jake and Alec T were there. And they're like, we got to show you something. And they show him. They're like, hey, we know you've been – uh, trying to find ways to go to worlds, but it is very pricey to fly to London, especially these days, like flights are not cheap. Um, so we're hoping that this sum of money can help you cover the final remaining cost. And it was a total of sixteen hundred dollars, thousand six hundred dollars for uh, Kaiser's trip to go to London. And pretty incredible because uh, that's a that's a good chunk of change and definitely quite a bit to help cover. Uh, the cost to go and I believe Kaiser, I don't know if he did it or not but he said, I'm booking my flight tonight <laughs> you know, after seeing that <laughs> uh, super, super cool to see him excited and happy about that too Um, but yeah, yeah, some of his friends um, reached out to me and uh, you know, was like, hey, uh, would you be willing to donate? I'm like, yeah, sure, like Kaiser's been a big supporter of so many other people in the community, yes. so it's it's only right to give back and see him at a place at worlds and i wasn't actually going to stream you know they're like hey if you're streaming too feel free to raid into him i was like uh i wasn't i don't have a coaching (laughs) test i want to do a thing but all of a sudden i was like you know what i'll just stream my own battles whatever you know i don't usually stream my battles on twitch i'm just do it it was a fun time a lot of people came in and um i think a few other people raided me too so i was able to pass on raid but i think uh i had about 200 viewers at the time so i was just like oh this is perfect i'll just send them over to kaiser so Mm -hmm. um and worked out perfectly so yeah very happy for him and a big shout out to all the people involved in helping put this together I, i'm sure i didn't even name everyone uh, because i don't even know all the people that work behind the scenes on that but really great to see you know the community rally together and uh get him to worlds and so my only ask for Kaiser right now is you better not get knocked out in two games. I'm just saying <laughs> after all this, right? I'm just kidding. It's fine. I'll show you be a great time either way. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would yeah. Be, that'd be funny.
1: <laughs> I think if, if he got eliminated, you know, O2, we probably see him at the pub uh, at the end of the night uh, after that. I think we'll see Kaiser at the pub no matter what. I was going to say, I was like,
0: guy. I'm pretty sure he's going to be at the pub either way.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, What a a great moment, though, for the community and uh, for our competitors. So, yeah, that's that's a big thing, right? All these people that qualify for Worlds, not all of them will be able to make it because it's costly and all these other things. Maybe travel restrictions, stuff like that. So we wish all of them the best and hopefully we get as many competitors as we can because we want to see a great show for our inaugural competitive first season in Play Pokemon for Pokemon Go.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah man it we're we're literally about to make history crazy to think about it
0: yeah we said that too i remember in frankfurt germany we talked about it a lot right we're like we're making history this is the first inaugural play pokemon stream it's the second re- you know regional slash internationals because after liverpool but it's the first one being showcased and that's cool because we were we were casting together in germany and now we're we're about to cast together for the final event of the season two which is mind-blowing to me it's been less than four months (laughs) like i'm still trying to wrap my head around you know like if if i knew that we'd be here four months ago or like a year ago yeah this is wild
1: doesn't seem real you know no
0: no it doesn't uh but we'll see we'll see how it goes so uh hopefully speedy makes all his flights to london (laughs) otherwise (laughs) (laughs) maybe i'll just get show up midday
1: today. day one like <laughs> I did it
0: it's a three-day event so even if you're two days late you'll still catch the finals <laughs> so
1: Dude, you didn't hear they're, they're flying me out like next week and no, i'm just kidding <laughs> they probably uh,
0: should yeah you <laughs> might make it on time if they do that <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah maybe after the delays i'll be there on on, on time for call yeah. uh
0: i would say bring bring um bring a race and some shaving cream for the airline bathrooms just in case dude,
1: god <laughs> never again man never again well, you told me that i was like dude that's so tough <laughs> yeah i mean when
0: you showed up you look you know ready to go like real professional and then suitcase dude. and everything you you dude you have an mo you like to show up to event with the suitcase at go fest too you showed up with the suitcase um oh, dude because you crap. don't want right. to miss so our our friends um shiny hunter ben uh also known as ben and then uh harley also known as nikki uh we're at go fest together uh, along with all of us who we're in the same airbnb and um he proposed to her on friday mm. night and speedy hopped right off the plane went straight to the area where they're proposing and got there in time to see the proposal but again i'm like man this guy's carrying a suitcase around too did you carry the suitcase to the bar that night too or you went back first
1: no we actually went back to the okay. airbnb okay. and i okay, dropped okay. it off but yeah i was wheeling my suitcase across gravel at a park <laughs> Uh, like everyone was looking at me like oh my god does this guy live out of his suitcase What is this guy doing?"
0: <laughs> oh, iconic iconic anyway so it was a yeah. good time but uh hopefully uh, our our previous uh, expected guests it's still uh recovering um from yeah. uh sickness but we will hopefully get them on for the following week's podcast which will be good because i mean we already covered the bug event option community is coming up so theoretically nothing big should be happening unless i don't know niantic drops something massive on us out of nowhere so uh Mm -hmm. we shall see but that'll be a good time to have a guest so um any last words from you spd
1: yeah i just uh want to say again it's been awesome and i've been getting more messages about the podcast recently people uh just being very supportive and very excited so yeah, I'm just uh, honestly still stoked and honored that you invited me on. And uh, August is going to be a great month. Prepare your bank accounts for Zacian. Uh <laughs> Take out a loan, whatever you got to do to get your yeah. level 50 Zashian because it's coming. And uh, other than that, man, I'm really excited for Worlds. I'm excited to cast with you. I think that's going to be a huge, huge honor and a huge event. And yeah, man, let's get it.
0: Yeah, we're gonna. I think the Zacian Community is what the tw- or sorry, Spotlight Hour is, or <laughs> sorry, Raid Hour is twenty fourth, right? <laughs> I'm just like fumbling <laughs> with all my words. Um, yeah, so luckily, right. I think we just get back from London in time for. Okay, yes, good. All right, because I was gonna say I was like we might miss that one, um, but that is a that's a big Raid Hour too. But uh, hopefully, we'll be able to raid a little bit. You know, I'm actually kind of glad when we're in London. Most of the time, it'll be Genesect, and like I said. Stop making trying to make genocide happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I personally won't be super bummed about missing a lot of those. But anyway, yeah. you're right though. Sashin, a good one to have, uh, and get those mega scissor candies as well because bug steal for extra XL candies. Very very important. So agreed. Um, be a good one. But anyway, thank y'all for joining in. Uh, we will catch you all next week, hopefully with our special guest. And if not, I'm sure Speed and I will find enough things to ramble about for about an hour plus.
1: <laughs> for sure, we can we can always fill the time. And thank you if you've if you've gotten to this point, thank you for listening. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right, catch y'all later. All right, stay classy, Battle Cats listeners.